What's up, everybody? Back for a new episode of Where Is This Going? I'm your host, Hunter Miles. This week, on the show, we have Justin Chupp, very hilarious stand-up comedian from Grand Rapids. Well, he's from Hesperia, but who cares? Um, you can find Justin every Sunday at Make It Spicy at Mulligan's. He is the, the reason that show exists right now, um, the starter creator, uh, one of the hosts. And you can also listen to his podcast coming out soon with Osa Basal called Deranged Marriage. Um, and yeah, it was a ton of fun. Uh, Justin's been someone I've looked up to in the stand-up, com stand-up comedian, community, comedian community, uh, for a bit now and just love to pick his brain, uh, just talking about writing and things like that. Um, and being a dad. Uh, and balancing life as it is. And yeah, it's a ton of fun. You can follow him on Instagram at Chuck Daddy. Um, and follow Make It Spicy on Facebook. Like him so you can know when all the shows are coming every Sunday at 8 p.m. And yeah, enjoy the episode. Also, don't forget to grab a ticket to our Little Shop of Stoners 420 show, 8 p.m., uh, look for it on Facebook. Uh, it's all over my page. We'll share it also on the Facebook page. And I'll be at Parrots every Thursday at 8 p.m. in Holland. And hey, it's a great show. Come check it out. Um, and Wednesday, I'll be at uh, Badam Badam Berlin Sprig in Muskegon. Show starts at 7. Uh, Fresh Coast Comedy. Real great. Check it out. And me for the week. Find me if you want. Um. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. I am Hunter Miles, your host, and today in the studio we have a fantastically hilarious comedian, a stand-up comedian coming from Grand Rapids, Mr. Justin Chupp. Hello. Hello. Hello, Gobnut. How you doing? Not too bad. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, and thank you for sitting down and uh, bearing with us as we got all this set up. I know it was a while. Um, you can follow Justin on Instagram at ChuppDaddy, C-H-U-P-P-D-A-D-D-Y. Uh, -P -P uh, you know how to spell daddy, but... <laughs> Maybe yeah, you do. And if you're watching, you can see it. <laughs> I don't at know the what that means, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, if you're watching, you can see it at the bottom of the screen. If you're listening, uh, I just spelled it out for you. But if you're watching, go ahead and hit subscribe on our YouTube channel. So you and hit the bell thing so you can be alerted for everything. Sorry, I'm just doing some random plugs real quick. Hey, and you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore. 
Hunter Miles. All right, what up, doggy? Hey, hello. Hey. Good, hi. Uh, <laughs> you didn't, didn't ask. I don't really I'm care how you were doing, Hunter. I'm, no, I'm just playing. No, good to know. Good no, to no, know. I do. How are you doing? I'm all right. Good. <laughs> I already said good, but great. now it's not great to all right. <laughs> Justin Chuck, uh, Grand Rapids stand-up comedian, host, one of the hosts. Yep. Of Make It Spicy mm-hmm. at Mulligan's Pub coming back. Yes. Yes. We were just talking about that. Uh, tentatively coming back for sure on the 28th of March. Yes. But possibly on the 21st. Yeah. So the 21st is just, it's going to be, I think, more of like a hangout, mm-hmm. you know, and we're just going to have everyone, who, I mean, anyone who shows up on the 21st. We'll get time. We're I'm still working it out. I don't know if it's even <laughs> we'll going to happen. Much time, you know what? <laughs> if it's even going to happen, but you can give Mulligan's your serve or your patronage on yeah. the 21st anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um and Mulligan's by the way, all right. It's an all right place. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just kidding. Cool. <laughs> no, Mulligan's is so cool. And uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm Super pumped for Make It Spicy to come back, and I'm yeah. sure you know this, but that is like the the favorite of the open mics in Grand Rapids. Um, and that it's on Sunday nights is kind of a plus and kind of uh, a con, mm-hmm. a pro or a con, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll mix ideas, anyways, because a lot of people have to work in the morning, mm-hmm. but it's just so great to hang there, yeah. Like that's the best part of the open mic. Is yes, and if you come on a Sunday night, like if you got a, we got cocaine. Yeah, we're good. So like, yeah, there's a good amount of cocaine <laughs> in this place. We sell it out of there. We get it through Mulligans. Mulligan sells it to us, and then we sell it out of the. Um, that's why they allow the open mic is to have <laughs> yes. us as distributors. This is just. Uh, yep. It's a yeah. It's a cocaine front. Yeah. That's what <laughs> they prefer <laughs> cash. Yes. All cash. Yeah. That's what, that's what Parrots is also coming back on the 18th this thursday comedy night at paris lounge it's an all cash bar cash only clearly a mob front mm. but they allow us to do comedy so if someone's gonna walk in there with a baseball bat <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> listen this is my bar now or that's not how italian people talk but <laughs> I, I also don't want to be racist so yeah i'll well, stay away from pro- now the italians are on limits dude after <laughs> the- there's off limits and there's on limits. yes They're and the italians limits. dude listen you guys well coming from an amish man you feel uh I guess at liberty to talk trash about the white <laughs> of cultures. No, or? no, no, no. We we oppress uh, people more than uh, regular white people oppress people. I don't think you. Opp- not 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 me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you oppress people as so much as disdain mm-hmm. outsiders because that's what you refer to. Oh as. yeah, so much so that I don't know any of my family. I'm an outsider. <laughs> exactly. You so know, I don't know any of them. You've also been discriminated against. <laughs> Have you? Does that Eminem song hit home for you? What what song is that? Have you ever been hated or discriminated against? I've had. I. <laughs> yeah, I I've have been protested and demonstrated against. against. Yes, exactly. Yeah. See, the thing is, is the only thing that I kept 
uh, with me about being Amish is that I don't pay my taxes. I don't yeah. pay them. I don't, I'm going to go to jail someday. You're a sovereign citizen. Yeah, I'm sovereign. Way. I don't do that. <laughs> Whatever that means. No, I pay my taxes. I don't <laughs> want the IRS like calling me over a dumb yeah. uh, shit I Just, said. I don't think the IRS is listening to my podcast. No, not at all. But so far, if people were listening right now, by now we'd have the FBI and the IRS on us. Uh, so, or uh, what's the... the D- DEA and what's the other? Oh, yeah, not DEA, Antifa, but it sounds like it. The FCC and the AO. A- is there a Black Eyed Peas song about this? <laughs> I don't no, know. That's Eminem again. Well, the SEC oh. won't let me be or let me be me, so let me see. Yeah, I'm not gonna go further on NBC, but it feels so. Yeah. Empty. Okay, any Jew. Um, Justin. Yeah, hi, stand-up comedian. Hello, father. Mm-hmm. A uh, former member of the Amish Mafia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Descendant of that. Well, you just owned up to know. it right there. That's great improv. Um, you're yes, Andy. I, I'm what? You, fuck off. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in Hesperia, um, uh, a yes. no-name town up north. Um, yeah. How was it? Oh, uh, well, here's the thing, man. I Here's how... It was for me. I was in the woods and 20 acres mm. and there's nobody around. Like there's just nobody you around 20 acres or I lived on 20 acres. Is 20 acres. I lived. Um, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> my family owned most of Hesperia. Yeah. We just owned a place outside of Hesperia. Really? That was big. About as big as Hesperia. <laughs> <laughs> Hesperia is a village. Yeah. So that but makes sense. Yeah. It's basically the village. Yeah. If, if you've, you're a Stephen King fan. That's oh. Stephen King, right? Or is that M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> Shyamalama. That's M. Night Shyamalan. Sh- okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's the village, right? Yeah. Okay, cool beans. Any Jew. Um, <laughs> Hesperia. Hes- yep. Or is it Hesperia? Hesperia? I know it's H-E. Hesperia, but people who aren't from Hesperia will be like, no, it's Hesperia. They're like, who are like, you? To- yeah, dude, okay, right? <laughs> um, and we have some friends in common from Hesperia, mostly because it's a village. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got stuck up north there. I got stuck there uh, in sixth grade, just got snowed in. Um, in Hesperia? Yeah, we went up there for my f- friend Tucker's... Uh, um tucker yeah okay yep, i know tucker yeah my friend tucker's weekend with his dad mm-hmm. and then we just had to stay there for the next two days after <laughs> how uh, was that Miss school it was awesome uh i i don't want to disclose too much <laughs> but no, it was, no i'm kidding it was super fun um <laughs> okay. there's a lot of nacho libre watch and just uh wrestling and yeah it was it was a fun time and yeah you're missing school but also it was very scary up in hesperia just because of it was the winter Mm -hmm. uh and so it's you seem even more secluded than Mm -hmm. you really are Mm -hmm. from the outside world once again (laughs) outsiders but uh tucker's uh across the street neighbor or whatever you call that why i understand that neighbors are like people in your neighborhood or other houses in your neighborhood but then it's always like your next door neighbor that you really consider your neighbor yeah so i think there needs to be another phrase for someone who lives across the street from you just me hmm, yeah 
I mean, in what? So, like, you mean like in the city though? Everyone's kind of your neighbor. Is it right, your next door neighbor in your apartment complex, yeah. or like your next door? Yeah. Or so like that's your neighbor. The hall neighbor. Okay. If you're in an apartment complex. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you call that? I don't know. Across the hall or, or across the, the streeter? Yeah. The one who I can't hear when they're like. <laughs> the one I can't hear banging. Yeah. The one. Yeah. Now my I, my my neighbors they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. Ever. They don't. Bang. No, because I would hear it for sure. My walls are fucking thin, dude. I, they could be. I would. I. I would just be like, they're breathing a little heavier. <laughs> she could be, dude. She could be doing absolutely nothing, and I'd be like, that is. They could be a, eating macaroni. Uh, yeah, and I would know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's Velveeta by like, the texture of the, the sound. <laughs> that's Velveeta and a wooden spoon. Yeah, wooden. Yep, I can tell. It's just, dude. I don't know. And then, like, I know everything about them. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's okay. I know I'm gonna sidetrack from Tucker's mm -hmm. across the street neighbor. Yeah. But we'll come back to a new term for that, by the way. But oh, I know who you're talking about. He had a goat, is what I'm going. Paul. Yes, Paul, dude. Oh dude, my God, so can, we can talk. Are we going to talk? We, we can, can talk, talk about, about Paul. Paul. I can. I could go all day. Oh about my Paul God, from dude. one weekend. Yeah, yeah. But Paul had a goat. Okay, yeah, so I'll break away from this other COVID thing. Mm -hmm. Um, don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, Paul had a goat. I want to yes. say it was a Billy goat or a mount, whatever kind of goats are raised in Michigan mm -hmm. or maybe found. Yeah, but um. His front yard also looked like the set for Wrong Turn Two. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm with not. The movie. But uh, basically, Wrong Turn, uh, the series, yeah, is a series of horror films based around. Um, I want to. I don't know where in America it is, but it's these inbred. Um, what's the, what's the uh, more politically correct term for inbred? Oh God, um... incestual family yeah blame it on their parents somehow we got a yeah. name for the kids so that's kind of the fucked up thing about it the kids didn't do anything we don't have to right, call them inbred we can be like parents the, you know children of really okay. fucking stupid ass people yeah, yeah children, children of the children, the children of cousin fuckers we have now okay, no, we'll <laughs> call them the products of an incestual relationships <laughs> um but also they are in incestual relationships themselves so Oh yeah. Anyways, somebody has got to put a stop to it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I think that's the, the point of these. You know, movies. there's there. Everyone has family cycles that they got to break, and that's when you got to break, dude. You got to break it. You can't turn. just. <laughs> it's all about breaking generational curses. Yes, exactly. Do it. But you do you, King. Do any, it. <laughs> anyways, these products of incestual relationships, um, they eat other humans. <laughs> Oh, they are also cannibals. Oh, so see? I mean, like they're not set up to be the good guy. Okay, um, but you do kind of feel for them because they are a victim of generational curses. Yeah. Uh, so any uh, travelers that get lost in this area um, inevitably get captured and eaten by the this family of products <laughs> of incestual relationships. And so one of there's like a there's a yard basically with. I don't, they're like crosses or whatever, but they're like set up like that, like X's for hanging animals and things like that. There was like three of these in Paul's front yard <laughs> mixed with like a bunch of other like junk. I, yeah. Yeah. And so I got immediate 
bad vibes when we were just in his driveway i think <clears throat> bringing food to him yeah um because he seems like a hermit but that goat goes everywhere and yeah so that was my hysteria trip this episode of where's this going is brought to you by pearly baker edibles have you had a long day on the disc golf course or just camping with friends and don't want to spend you know a ton of time struggling to find the perfect edible to elevate the fun well, Pearly Baker Edibles has you covered with their new and convenient day tripping and campfire boxes. Each one has just enough variety for any cannabis consumer's palate, and you can consume them or enjoy them, as you might say, alone or with a group. Uh, the day tripping box has the 100 milligram medicated jerky, uh, the Gone Nuts, which is 150 milligram medicated, delicious, sweet, and spicy deluxe nuts. Uh, fruit by the milligram, which is a 50 milligram medicated treat uh, twist on your fruit by the foot, and a 100 milligram medicated lighthearted lemonade. While the campfire box uh, includes everything you want to make your own stone s'more, uh, you got the 200 milligram cocoa loco bar, the smoosh mallow, and stone cocoa at 100 milligrams each, and the graham cracker. Uh, perfect for every campfire i'd say uh pearly baker edibles are made with whole flour in small batches for your best experience and they can be found on instagram and in storefronts across michigan and with cannabis delivery services you can follow them on instagram at pearly baker edibles and email them at pearly pearly baker edibles at gmail.com thank you yeah so that was my hysteria trip so do you know the story about paul no okay. i would love to hear it I mean, I may, but I would have learned it over 10 years ago. Okay. So, Paul, uh, we won't – I don't know how much I should really, like, we get into. We won't too much. Okay. So, like, Paul basically just squatted on this house, right? Nice. And so, like, this is the, – the owners were living in another state. Right. And, and just keeping a summer home in his Yeah. <laughs> and then once they found out about it, he just – like, he's like – there are laws protecting him in this trailer. Right. And it And – but, like – he had like he had these dogs mm -hmm. and he'd like protect them but they sounded like they're super mean it was right. a weird thing he'd be like you know this dog you know you gotta protect him like he's like in this room because he'll bite anybody and then i don't know what he's doing just like opening the door and throwing <laughs> him a pork chop or something Throwing you know what i mean just there, there you go <laughs> yeah it's like the tiger in uh um What movie did I just completely thank you? The Tiger in the Hangover. I just completely blanked. Any Jew threw off the whole vibe. Continue. The oh, dog. no, that was it. God damn it. <laughs> that was all right. Can we cut? We'll go. No, I'm kidding. What did this I do? Is... What, wait, what did we end on? Maybe there was more. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I just think, but it, yeah, it was Paul and the dogs, and uh, oh, yeah, they yeah. were very they were vicious, but he protected them. Yep. So where, did you go in his house? No, no. Okay. I, I was in the car in the front yard because I and I dared not get out because of that goat. This guy had like a TV and he had old um, VHS tapes. Like you could mm. sit on his couch and there's newspapers like stacked, just stacked, hoarding, stacked, yeah. dude. Yeah, but then he has like cans and bottles all the way down the hall. I understand. And now. then okay, so yeah, and then he goes. Um, he has fucking. VHS tapes of like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, uh -huh. like old school ones, dude. <laughs> yeah, and just like stacks of them, and he just plays them. Like he yeah. watches wrestles, like wrestle. I said wrestle slam. Yeah, but like wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania. Summer Mania. Yeah. 
you know. But also, it, I understand why it may seem like he's hoarding. Yeah. And not recycling. <laughs> right. But it's because he can't leave the property or else he may give it up to s- some other squatter. Yeah. yeah. So he's actually just being economical. Yes. Which he I is. understand. Good for completely. him. Good for Paul. Yeah. Good Paul for Paul. Paul's a cool guy, though, and to talk to him, he's like, oh, a, he's did. open. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's nice. And I hugged him. I was really drunk. <laughs> Had to be. <laughs> and then Garrett was like, dude, he doesn't hug anybody. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I took, I took his hugginity. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying about. Then he became a CEO after that. Yeah. And, and turned he, his life around after that hug. Yeah. He now is um, part owner in Pfizer. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Took a big. Um, ownership and shipping out the vaccines. Yeah. Any Jew. Um, <laughs> are we taking this too far? Maybe. Maybe. I nah, think we are. I doubt I it. I think. What was I going to say about COVID? It was neighbors. It oh. was neighbors. Um, just knowing too much about your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like COVID was a big, like, oh, giving you a chance to sit at home for two weeks. Yeah. And like, if you're in an apartment, I'm in a home, but I just, when I got COVID, I was just sitting at home alone, just watching the comings and goings of my neighbors and just really learning way too much about their lives. But I can imagine in an apartment, that's just every day. Yeah. Nice. Dude, it's so weird. If I run into this dude at the elevator, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, hey, man, just general terms, sir, whatever. (laughs) But I know he knows that my name is Justin and I know his, you know what I mean? It's like, I know his name is Frank. So it's, it's like, why are we doing this? Why are we pretending that, you know, I don't know that your daughter has bad grades. You know what I mean? Pretending that you don't, you don't hear my name screamed in the middle of the night. That's how you know my name's Justin. Yes. No, I was trying to throw you one. Um, Do you prefer the apart? Have you lived in a home? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to assume anything about you. Have you lived in a home? That beard is very I've always ambiguous uh, of your home situation. Yeah. Lately I've been living in a home. Nice. So uh mental or elderly? Uh <laughs> I've been working in a home. Nice. Mental or elderly? <laughs> um or, not at liberty to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 the fear and or just discomfort in know. your eyes no that idea. I read. All right, I'm yeah. Stuck. All right, <laughs> let's, let's... <laughs> but well, was, the question was, do you prefer houses to apartments? That's where I was going. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, I like the city. I'm kind yeah. of stuck. I'm kind of in a spot right now where, like, I grew up in Hesperia, yeah. and I love a lot of people in Hesperia. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that like the slow lifestyle and like the being walking in and just seeing people you know every single day. Every day, yeah. Mm. That's how it feels here. Yeah. Like I grew up in Holland, Zealand, and no matter what, anytime I go somewhere, it's at least one person I know, whether yeah. it's family or yeah. someone I went to school with or their family. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you come to the city? Um, I moved... I've just been around the city a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I officially moved here um, last last year, like the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ex girlfriend, like I had a place in in White Cloud, and she had a place here. And like right. for a while, I was just staying at her place. Yeah, but, like same. Yeah, but like I don't know. I start. I just got away from there. 
Mm-hmm. I got away from there in like 20, like 2012 or something like that. Right. 2013. And just moved my way out here and it's better for me. Right. You know what I mean? So you first moved to like the, you said White Cloud, like Muskegon area? Were you well, my that? family's out there, yeah. I've been in Muskegon. Okay. I've bounced around. I've been in like Wallahalla. I've heard of it. Couldn't tell you how to how it's spelled. It's super like just like it sounds. There's just an old red barn of a gas station. <laughs> that, is and, it at an intersection? Um, I think technically, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like a three way. People yeah. don't stop. It's like, is that a two track or a, is that take me somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, that, that sounds actually like most of Hesperia, yeah. but yeah. So it's Wallahalla. 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 Like Valhalla, but yeah. With the W, yeah, got you. Um, what prom- prompted you to get out of the village? Um, I just started playing basketball with people like in Muskegon. I made some friends down there, mm-hmm. and was that your chance to? Was that your first socialization with black people? I don't want to say outsiders, but <laughs> to Hesperia, they may seem like it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I there was we, I went to school with a few black people. Really? Um it was it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. They I don't know how else to say They it. weren't There's real black this, people. Like, yeah. You can't say that this person was more black than that person. <laughs> I don't know what the spectrum is. Okay, so I don't know how to assess it correctly. I, I know this, most things are a spectrum. This wasn't the same, you know? Yeah. What I mean it just wasn't. I know one family came out and they moved and they were that was like these were like city kids. Right. You know what I mean? And Nobody knew anything about him at all. No one talked to him. They're like, I, and then all of a sudden, one day, we found out at a dance that they could all fucking dance. Of course, and none of us could dance. And we were like, whoa, dancing! You know what I mean? <laughs> These people like are foot dancing. Lo- Footloose came. Yeah, and then people would come up to me and they'd be like, "Those kids over there can fucking outdance you any day." And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not okay. <laughs> I didn't expect." It's apples to oranges, man. <laughs> it is, and so. Um, but that was, that was about it. But like, we didn't even Mm. interact much. And then like, I came to the city, I played basketball, Mm. I made friends, I started hanging out like in Muskegon Heights and stuff. I like how the city is just anywhere but Hesperia for you. (laughs) I came to the city, doesn't know if he's talking about Holland, Muskegon, Grand Rapids. Dude, I had a point in my life when I was like 20 years old Mm. where, um, I learned about how good Wendy's is. (laughs) <laughs> like that's how fucking ice and i was like whoa and i'm like that's two oh decades no I was, without dude, wendy's i was burger king mcdonald's and sometimes i'd get a little spicy and do taco bell <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it was those were those are my options right and then subway to be healthy yeah right? quote you know, unquote I'm get healthy food subway <laughs> healthy <laughs> how healthy is like Three dollops of mayonnaise. How right. healthy is no, it? No, yeah. And then they're like, you can get get it this big, and it's like, okay, well. Now it's a you know, ton of bread. Yeah. How much I sugar is in this? A foot bread? of food. <laughs> I ate a foot. It's not at a certain amount of feet, which is one, one foot. Yeah. That's too much your, food. That's your not food healthy. shouldn't be measured in inches. <laughs> yeah. I need you to know this. <laughs> and it's got girth. All that girth. Look at all that. Just. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> So what we're talking about again, you're gonna have to refer. <laughs> Coming to the city, meeting black people, yes, r- real black people. I started rapping. <laughs> it was, was a true eight mile experience. Yeah. 
So you you came to Muskegon, started your rap career. Uh, and, yeah, it wasn't really. I would just like freestyle with friends and stuff. Yeah, you know? of course, when you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So if you would have kept on with that, was this before comedy? Yeah. If you would have kept on with that, you could have been Lil Dicky. Like the Amish yeah. Lil Dicky instead of the Jewish Lil Dicky. Yeah. That'd be fun. Are there Amish rappers? No, you can't make music. You can't. You can't make any music? Even no, like. I don't think so. Guitars? No, like. They have like, songs that they. Like creepy ass songs that they sing. Like that just. Just vo- a, void of tune and rhythm. Like, Daddy, will you be there for me you, okay. when I wake up in the <laughs> so night? I have to know. Is your are you actually of Amish descent? Yes. 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 Do you have you? I know you say you've been excommunicated. Have you? Ever, I haven't been. Oh, you haven't. Do you see your family? My grandpa. Your grandfather. My, yeah. Yes. Have you ever communicated with your Amish background? Yeah. So I don't really understand this very well. Okay. This yes. is this is the understanding that I have because here's the thing: my grandpa did not talk to us about it. Right. So sometimes I'd bring it up and it would kind of get brushed off. Mm-hmm. My mom would always say. Amish and I'd be like that's fucking stupid like I that just sounded like something that sounds like, like a blanket Amish. statement Amish. yeah like yeah. this is like when you said we were Native American I don't know like <laughs> which is... quickly found out that's not the case right. mom look at me <laughs> so um anyways yeah so but would if I would bring it up it'd be like can't mm-hmm. you know and then one day I started looking at my family tree and I was like holy fuck like and I found some stuff online mm-hmm. and then I noticed there's like places around I guess my aunt works at like the Amish store between Nuevo and Fremont. She works yeah. there. And I think like, I've seen that. Yeah. And then I started learning these things. And then, um, but my grandpa, like he passed away mm-hmm. and, uh, R. we didn't really, I'll throw his Instagram at the bottom here. <laughs> we didn't really talk like there at the end. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, this is all getting really deep. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you, you look it's sad. Just, <laughs> the, the, um, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is like, he didn't talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? And so like, I kind of got to guess certain things. Yeah. All, I do remember a family, like a uh, family reunion mm-hmm. where people like at least Mennonites in our family yeah. were, were there. <laughs> at least the hybrids. Like, balls and like <laughs> foods, good foods. Mm-hmm. And like, but we didn't talk to each other. Hmm. At first, I'm like, what's, you know, what is this? We're the weird ones. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, look at your facial hair, you creep. Yeah. Um, I can't. It's got, it's a talking point. Yeah, definitely. Like if, like without your grandfather being excommunicated, you would have had a healthy Amish future. Yeah. I think. No. No? No, dude. I, I am all about practicality and that's the least practical shit you could do with your life but is that nature or nurture listen like hey (laughs) why are we burning these leaves just we're just burning them in the middle of the yard that doesn't even seem yeah and you're you're sitting there laboring and you go like okay across the street um they have like machines (laughs) they have a lawnmower doing this they can do that we could do that like we don't have to get the mexicans or anything you know we have there's a lot of what they're doing over there but we'll take the machines right and we'll do the machines okay (laughs) and i understand they're outsourcing labor (laughs) yeah but we're we are able to work we can do that yeah yeah we'll do the work but like with some fucking machines yeah what are you what are we doing i think they just need to evolve is that uh I don't want to speak down on the Amish community, but it seems like I am. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I can't get offended by this. Like, okay, this is how disconnected I am. I don't exactly. even know. I bet that's the, why even how comfortable I am making fun of you. I'm mm-hmm. not comfortable making fun of the Amish just because you're here, dude. Them guys suck. Okay, <laughs> I understand that, but I don't feel like I'm talking to a member of their community. Oh, so okay, it feels yeah. okay, like good. it'd be like if you and I were talking about Japanese people right now. I yeah. don't feel comfortable just shitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Amish are Japanese to me. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I we we were talking about something, but we'll dismiss it. Uh, <laughs> when did you start doing stand up? Um. I think five, four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, that's about the time to kind of have it all blend together. I'm not good with dates. Like I just, right? You know what I mean. But what what got you to start? I was I was probably like, um, in some sort of like hypomanic state or something at the time. Right. I was like, really just like I'm funny as fuck. Like I'm gonna go be funny yeah. somewhere and like. We know so we I know a lot there. of those in our community. Yeah. Are you bipolar? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm one of the lot of those. <laughs> one of the lot of those in our community. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't know if you were open to talk about mental health. No, it's absolutely. I was. I'm fucking around, dude. I know. I'm sorry. Some. I think I sometimes <laughs> say shit and it comes off as in jest. But com- no, I get you. Yeah. Um, You're just wrong in the head. It's, I'm it's just all right. Fucking, Continue. I got this is all scrambled. Who knows, man? I've it's been all sauced, to, man. Yeah, I've been trying to do more like LSD to fix it, but I actually, it's, it's just not working, man. I actually I heard shock it's therapy. It's declining. It's. I think it's lowering. Like the who barriers? knows how bad I'd be now if I wasn't doing all this LSD. I've heard shock therapy. <laughs> shock therapy is making a comeback. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. I need you. Uh, so you, a manic state. Um, I don't know if it was. I just I had right. this burst. Where I was like, comedy, you right? Know? And I went to Sunday Night Funnies. And um, some days, some some people are gonna find some old videos of me mm-hmm. where I'm gonna be like, hmm. They're just gonna be shown on Sunday Night Funnies, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but and I'm they gonna, probably already have. Um. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> They're there. You can go find them. <laughs> Not too proud of the, some of the stuff, right? But uh, anyways, what, yeah, I said some shit that night. I said some something that night that was uh, it was it was just messy. That's all it was. It wasn't like downright like at anybody. It was just messy, right? And like cringy, mm-hmm. and like it was just terrible. And I was like, I'm gonna do that again. Yeah, and I went and did it again, and I did better. <laughs> it, it, it was cringy, but. I liked it. Yeah, I did it. I got to get, you know, all that happened after that was Brian B. banned me from Sunday Night Funnies. Right, which is going to happen. So the first show, yeah. And so first show I ever did, banned. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You which, wouldn't be the first from what I've heard. Yeah. But shout out Brian B. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> AKA the warden. No, I don't know. You can um, cut that out if you want. <laughs> I'm not trying to be in that. I, I we'll don't know what's insulting. Off. Are we being? I don't think so. Okay. Um. So, well, how did you? How did you hear about Sunday Night Funnies? Because usually that's like an email process. I got a. I found. <laughs> this is so stupid. Actually, I googled like who are the comics in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids comics. Out, yeah, and the only person that came up really at that time was Stu McAllister. Yeah. Finding this guy on Facebook. Hey, how do I get in the scene? He just gave me a whole list. 
Damn. Super cool. That is super cool. Yeah. Shouts out, Stu McAllister. Thanks, Stu. You guys still good? Stu's, uh, me and Stu? Yeah. I, I don't think we, like, he, we're, he's cool. We don't right. talk or anything, but. I'm just trying to dive into every relationship I can. Yeah. So I how, how I is think, that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So yeah, seriously though, shout out to Stu because Stu. I think we all need people like that to just literally just give me a direction. He, I mean, honestly, like uh, I think Stu did. He kind of like opened something up mm-hmm. of like a just like there's a guy here and like so new people come in and Stu is just like work in the community. That's right. That's cool. That's cool stuff because right. at one point we only had like two three mics in, in Grand Rapids for mm. a second and like it opens up and people I don't know right now we're good I, I appreciate the people who like do great jobs mm-hmm. like the good comics in the community I appreciate them yeah the and the community is the biggest part yeah. of comedy or one of the biggest parts of comedy besides the funny yeah. is the community of comedians has always been Something I admired from the outside, like before I was a comedian, like mm-hmm. just hearing on podcasts about like professional comedians and just the camaraderie around like the comedy store and things like that. Um, but yeah, I didn't even meet Stu until I was about a year in, like, uh, still didn't like quite meet him. He took a picture of me for <laughs> the funniest person, mm-hmm. but I still haven't like met him, but it's nice to. I've just heard a lot of stories about him. Yeah. Um, has there been any? Yeah, I know. We're just readjust. We've been sitting yeah. for a while. Uh, what got you interested in comedy in the first place? Like, I understand you you felt you were a funny person, and it was probably the uh, mental disability. But do you think that was a joke? I apologize. No, no, you're good. I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's what I needed. Uh, but what got what got you? like interested in comedy in general yeah there was okay so i don't know it's weird because i just like i did take like a huge interest in like high school where i would wake up in the morning and i would yes i i did but like there was so i would wake up in the morning i would come up with jokes in my head i would go Mm -hmm. to school and i would just like tell them and they would they would do well and i'd be like "Hmm, okay I can do this. And it was kind of like weird. It was weird mm-hmm. what I would do. I would go around trying to tell people and I'd like work on stuff. Mm-hmm. But like after high school, I didn't care about even like, I don't even like being funny really anymore. Right. You're like, that was fun. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it just came back mm-hmm. and then it was like, so all of this like old interest in comedy. So right. like now even like I kind of struggle to like watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't like and find new comics and stuff, but the, um, Doing it is just a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Did you, were you watching comedy like in high school at all? Mm-hmm. What was on, uh, what was on the TV or what was. So like Dane Cook. Of course. Dane Cook was like the big thing when I was in school. Mm-hmm. I actually like really liked him. I, you know, Dane Cook was my intro to stand up comedy in like middle school. Yeah. He was funny. As, I mean, he was really funny, dude. Right. Like whatever with this joke stealing and stuff, you know, it. I understand why the conssequences were there and what happened right. and everything, but he was a funny fucking comic very he funny really guy funny. he could tell a story like mm-hmm. no other and like his just rise to fame and using social media like the same thing with like Andrew Schultz right now yep it's their utilization of the medium that they have at their disposal mm-hmm. um and being able to change with the times is something people might say Dane Cook wasn't able to do yeah just because 
whether it be his own volition or just aging out, yeah, he fell off yep. or whatever. Yep. But when you change with the times and change with comedy as well, um, like society, mm-hmm. I guess, because there's a lot of jokes that you could have done in 2000 that you can't do now for various reasons. Yeah. I think there's also a little bit of a risk in aiming at like a younger crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like aiming at a demographic in, in the way, I don't know that he did this intentionally, but I just, I feel like um, if you, if, if you like don't kind of come out and just be funny to everybody. Yeah. Then at some point, when people grow and they look for there's going to be this separation where like you're the guy who acts silly and stuff and does stuff that's right and then also um at the same time these other people are looking for just something else so then right. what leaves now, now you're just an old guy being silly to kids that's right that's creepy <laughs> you know you and can't do that yeah so yeah your your comedy has to evolve with you mm-hmm. and that's something that um i think we i talked about it with i want to say dead poet that dead poet uh about like musicians growing up with you like growing up with musicians or actors or even in this case comedians growing with them and watching them change mm-hmm. like it can go one of two ways like you could be Dane Cook still uh performing to 20 year olds yeah. or you could be um about 557 okay or you can be uh Hannah Montana mm-hmm. and yeah, you're performing to 12-year-olds, but you also perform to them as they grow up because you're growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Dane Cook could have could have still performed to 20-year-olds, but say if that was his audience, but then could have continued as he grew to grow. And I want to say that's like a Seinfeld type thing too because yeah. he's talking about 50-year-old shit. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's smart if you're aiming at a younger audience and then just tr- maybe only trying to relate to them right. but just as they grow older just keeping your material right. relatable but if you're true to yourself exactly. then you'll have a demographic a very natural demographic right. and as you grow like you'll probably grow with them you mm-hmm. know what i mean it'll be it'll be a mutual thing but right. to it just i don't know I don't know. You know what? I don't. I don't really know. I'm, yeah. We're, who we're are we? In, we're this exactly. Is, we're getting we into a very fuck. technical talk right now, yeah. and we don't have the time yeah. for it. And we don't have the uh, knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. But I do want to say one more thing. Uh, <laughs> you have to imagine though that if have you been a fan of say Bill Burr mm-hmm. a very long time? Yes. And have you appreciated his evolution in comedy? Like, and not that there really has been a Mm. a change in his style, but the things he talks about have changed with the years. You know what I mean? Yes. And there are comics, though, we we can see those that started young, like Chappelle. Mm -hmm. Chappelle kind of changed over... That that's someone we've definitely seen grow. Yeah. Over stand up specials, you know yeah. what I mean? And you, I think you have to appreciate the growth because it's like seeing an open micer that you just met, and then two years later, seeing them like flourish in book yeah. shows and things like that. Yeah. I think as a fan, you have to kind of appreciate that growth. Yeah. That was all. For sure. No, no, <laughs> that's 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 uh. Bill Burr definitely did that. Um, I think that like there's just an added like touch of wisdom, you know what I mean? Yeah. That just slowly kind of like 
develops. Yeah, it develops in a person. Mm-hmm. And if you stay true to yourself and if you try to tell your best, you know, the best truth. Right. You develop credibility. Yeah, I think so. Not that I'm good at doing any of that, but right. Like, no, nah, I look, fuck it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I shit shit like that. I because we don't. I want to build credibility, but I have nothing worth saying. Like, I don't have an opinion that matters at all. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that's half of it, is knowing that your opinion really doesn't hold any water because it's just that, an opinion. Well, if you, I guess, if, but also if you, um, if you acknowledge that too, then you can just like, I mean, work in a more nihilistic space. Right. Where things don't matter. Yeah. And it's, it's a different thing, but. It's a weird, it's a weird frame of positivity. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, um, been doing comedy for like five years. <laughs> Talked about Dan Cook. Yeah. What are you doing now? Have you been, well, I mean, COVID. We'll talk about pre-COVID though. Like This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off The Grid. Friends of the podcast, and now their doors are open at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114. Uh, House of the Vintage and Handcrafted, created in secret, off the grid, has everything you need to get away. Uh, Get away from your old style, get away from your old pieces, uh, and just get off the grid. Off the grid offers beautiful glass pieces like this, and also a curated style of uh, vintage clothing to... Like I said, get you away from your old style and get you something new. Uh, check them out at, once again, 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114. Open Monday through Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And if you mention the podcast, you can get 10% off of any glass or merchandise. So check them out. Alex and Bruce, great guys. Tell them we sent you. Sorry. Well, you should have. Um, I need you. I was saying... Uh, Pre-COVID, were you, how was your comedy run? I stayed home for a minute. I've had a lot of like, just, I don't know. The co- I've There's been a lot of COVID stuff. And mm. I was working, I was working at the hospital. Right. You know, and so like, just trying to stay home. Mm. And I did a show, like one bigger show with TJ Miller. And that was cool. Oh, yeah. It was so nice. You know, it was, it was oh, like. Yeah to get up there and like just do it. i was really scared at spectrum right yeah yeah i was scared because i i was like man i'm gonna get up there and whew, i gotta pull all of this back right but it's it's like it's the bike man i don't know it's yeah. like it's stored in a different part of your brain already so you just right. gotta get it going you know you and just need a, a little bit of shakes to get into that yeah oh this is the nervousness i remember yeah and for for me i think the first like two or three times like back since like the second kind of shutdown, mm-hmm. it was uh, like I was so shaky. Like I went, I d- went and did a podcast, and like for the first ten minutes of that, I was shaking like it was an open mic. Um, were you ava- like able to do any open mics before that TJ Miller show? I don't remember what time of year that was. The last open mics I did were yours. Oh yeah, parrots. Yep, Shout out. Those were the last. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing it like inside? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're going to be inside again, uh, I think 50% capacity, closing at 11. Show starting at 8 o'clock. Free show. Show up. I think the special now on fr- on Thursdays is uh, 40s. Um, I don't know how, but we have 40s now at Parrots. So nice. I'm confused. But 
what are you doing now? Um, I'm really excited to just see what, what's happening. I'm watching. Right. That's what I'm I'm like. I, I, I come home. I go to work. I work. Yep, I, go to work. I have a job. Yep. <laughs> and then I come home. I, I hang out with my son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out. Put yep. his handle right here. Yeah. <laughs> Liam. He, uh, I hang out with him. I do a lot of things mm-hmm. with him, you know, and then, um, I watch, like, I'm, I'm excited to see, I believe we're headed into a shift right now that yeah. we don't, we don't really understand what that means though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, this COVID thing has like essentially pushed a reset button. Right. And so like, For this a, is all going to open up again. And what, then what? I feel like exactly. I haven't seen, I haven't seen two people making out in a bar and like, <laughs> In like a year and a half, when I see that shit again, I'm gonna be like, "That is fucking filthy." That is, I cannot. Yeah. This is. We are all know, gonna be pure. Everyone's gonna be like, <laughs> "Yeah, dude, it's gonna be." It's gonna be the real footloose moment. Yeah, and at the same time, all these kids are gonna be fucking. You know what I mean? Everyone's. Is it gonna be the AIDS pandemic all over? I don't again? know. By kids, I mean like 20 to 30. Don't cancel me. Yeah, we don't want to. I don't. I'm not, I'm not even gonna go further. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I I do. I do worry, but I'm yeah. It's it's a it's an anxious excitement. I yeah. think I have for things opening up. Um, like, have you been to the mall yet at all? It's a scary place to go to. Mm-mm. But going to the mall is like you're like, oh, this is still allowed. Yeah, and you kind of wonder why it was before, but there's you're so many people coming, like passing, brushing shoulders, even, yeah. and it's it's weird that I had this fear about it. Yeah, but. Um. Yeah, you're doing a podcast right now, right? Yes. Yes. Deranged. I'm sorry, man. I just. Oh no, you're right. Can I get this one more time? Six oh six. Okay. Yep. That's why I was. That's why I'm rapping. All right. (laughs) Okay. You do a podcast called Deranged. Yes, deranged marriage. Oh yeah, like arranged marriage. Yeah, but deranged. Deranged. Yep. With Osama Basal. Osama. Oh, that's what I said. I don't know why I'm doing this. There, there's a song with Osama. In the yeah, name. you never heard that. No. Yeah. I've heard Shaba ranks and or Shaba. It was there Shaba. was this there was this um, what's that cheerleading movie? Bring it on. Yeah, there's this bring it on thing going on between and like um, where like Osama bin Laden <laughs> and uh, what's that Saddam Hussein? Yeah. Back and forth, they were having these. They were just like like rap battles. They were having right? rap battles. Okay. And yep. And that was there was like you know some girls popping their <laughs> pussies. I think it's called. They I were think coochie. Yeah. I think coochie is and what you're were looking going, for. You know Osama. So if you never heard that song, Google get it. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I don't <laughs> know. I don't All right. Well, you're gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, you can check. You can find Deranged Marriage <laughs> on Spotify. Yes. Yes. Apple Podcasts. Yep. iHeartRadio. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Huh? I don't know if anyone uses iHeartRadio, but if you do and you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, we thank you because yeah. we, the Where Is This Going podcast is Because you gave us um, homes in the freak show when we were growing up. Exactly. Thanks. And I'm a- I was able to uh, listen to uh, The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um, and so thanks for that. Yes. Thank like- you. You got any more you want to? Sh- <laughs> you got any more you want to share, Justin? I love you. Hey, man. I. Uh- I appreciate this. Of course. I hope everything was cool. Dude, I We're appreciate cool. all of you. All right. The Great. beard and everything. Yeah. And Thank even, um, once again, you can follow Justin 
at Chubb Daddy on Instagram. Uh, find him on Facebook, Justin Chubb. Maybe he'll add, oh, Justin, hmm. do we want, do I want to, no, don't add him on Facebook. Anyway, um, <laughs> stay tuned. We got a clip for you from Justin. Uh, and you can follow the show on Instagram at where is this going pod. You can follow us on Twitter at where is this gopo. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Hunter Miles. Anything else, Justin? Don't get pregnant. Don't get pregnant. Take us out with that clip. See ya. Um, I've been seeing a counselor for a few years and doing okay. Yeah, thanks. Um, you don't give a shit. Um, but I was saying, like, before I saw you seeing a counselor, there's, I was doing some real shameful shit, you know? Like, uh, like embarrassing things, like drinking too much around the wrong person. I don't know if you guys ever had this, where, like, you know somebody who, for whatever reason, they only seem to see you when you're drinking, so they probably think you're an alcoholic. Yeah. For me, it's my son. Cool. You guys are cool, for sure. I myself broke a lot, right? Like I took my son to the doctor and I put him on a scale. I said, your son's 38 pounds and most toddler car seats, the max weight is 38 pounds, so if you haven't gotten a new car seat, you're gonna need to do that. Mm, not if I put him on a fucking diet. You guys are fucked up for that one. That was two years ago, he's still 38 pounds. <laughs> I listen, I'm joking, I love my son. I love my son. Um, it's just, you know, I, I didn't expect all these unexpected dad expenses. I, I plan on sex ed, you know? I feel like they didn't teach us the real reasons to wear protection. They always told us, STDs, that's what you gotta worry about, STDs, and then you become an adult, you get a couple of those, and you figure out they're not that big of a deal, you know? <laughs> At least not comparatively, right? Like, I got chlamydia one time. I got rid of that in a week. I got 10 more years of child support. I'll trade 10 years of child support for an STD, you guys. Right? Or split custody, whatever I gotta say to keep you on my side. <laughs> This is weird, this is weird. Uh, when I thought I might have chlamydia, I almost just like kept it for a minute. Yeah. Cause my aunt, she's like a nurse, right? And I told her, I said, I think I might have chlamydia. And she's like, you might want to get that checked out. That can cause infertility. And I was like, how long do I gotta wait? Until that happens, cause I don't... My son is, uh, I love him so much, I honestly do, he's like my favorite. Uh, one thing we do quite a bit is uh, I like to talk shit to him, like I, I try to teach him how to fight with words. I got, I got shit on him a little bit when I was in high school, bullied, whatever you want to call it, you know? Um, called gay a lot, I guess. I, what, here's, here's something that happened one time. I, uh, I went to a bathroom one time and I looked up at the wall, like in a stall, and there was this list on the wall, and it said list of the gayest people in high school. And number one was this kid named Chris, right? And then number two, I was number two. And uh, that was it, that was the end of the fucking list. <laughs> oh God, it was terrible, right?